This is the Millionaire Real Estate Podcast, where you'll learn the strategies and tactics you need to become a millionaire agent. Learn from top agents, brokers, team leaders, and experts in the industry who can help you on the path to success. And now, here's today's episode. everyone. We are so glad that you're here. We'd love for you to type in the chat right now. Just say what your name is, say where you're from, what part of the country you're from, and whatever you're going to have for lunch today. So we'll start with that. And today I want to talk a little bit about 10 practical tips to thrive in this changing market. And one of the things that you have to do is, first of all, when you are a real estate agent, you need to decide, do I want to be a prospecting real estate agent or a marketing real estate agent, right? So most agents are good at understanding contracts. They're good at customer service, but they're either not good at prospecting or they're not good at marketing or they're not good at either one, which is a recipe for disaster. So I'm going to actually share my screen right now and kind of show you right here. So you've got to decide, do I want to be a prospecting agent? Do I want to be a marketing agent? And one of the things that I see people doing wrong all the time is they, if they decide they want to be a marketing agent, they do branding instead of direct response, right? So prospecting is FISBOs, expireds, calling referrals, cold calling. Marketing has two choices. You can either brand or you can do a direct response. Response. And if you want to be a prospecting real estate agent, let me tell you right now, it requires major tenacity. It requires hard work. It requires good prospecting, so much stuff that it requires. And one of the things that I heard on a sermon this past week, my son and I listened to a 20 minute sermon at least every single night. And one of the things I, I heard, he he said something like, stop mopping the floor and figure out where the leak is coming from, right? And so a lot of you are like, oh my gosh, my business isn't doing good. My business isn't doing good. And you're just mopping up the floor instead of figuring out where is the leak coming from, which is a major issue. And one of the things that I say to people is if you want to be a prospecting agent, and even if you're a marketing agent, you've got to spend less time on the phones, but you've got to spend at least ask yourself right now, type in the chat and be honest. Am I spending three hours a day minimum? If you don't have any business at all going on, that number needs to be way up. So you've got to be making a minimum of 40 calls, 40 emails, 40 texts all the time. Otherwise, it's like, okay, what's what's going on with you, right? So I want you to do this. I want you to grab your phone right now and look at how many contacts you have in your phone. You can actually scroll down, go to your contacts, scroll all the way to the bottom. And I want you to type in the chat how many contacts that you have in your list. And one of the things, so I have 13,707 contacts and you've got to develop something to reach out to these folks at least once a month. You can also go into your Facebook, right? And go in, like my favorite strategy is this. 
you go into your Facebook and you start going on the first of the month, I'm contacting my A's. My second of the month, I'm contacting all my B's. And if you come up with something super personal, you can really do that in probably an an hour, or you can have an admin do that for you. You can do it on Facebook. You can do it on Instagram. But the truth is, is that most people would prefer a text. I mean, honestly, no one really wants to be cold called if you think about it anymore. Even if it's something that you wanted to buy, you really just don't love cold calls, right? So I am a big fan of being a prospecting agent. I love people who are good at it. It's not that I don't like it, but it does require you to be highly, highly skilled at sales. And you have to go through no after no after no. And you're honestly only as good as the day that your motivation of that day will give it to you, right? Because if you're like, I'm not motivated today, I'm not motivated tomorrow, you've got to have incredible tenacity. So again, right in the chat right now, are you a prospecting agent Or are you going to be a marketing agent? And if you want to be a marketing agent, you've got to do the exact steps that we're going to talk about on this call. And we have another follow-up training that we're going to give you really good things where you've got to have automation. You've got to have your, your response time being really good. So that's really important. So let's talk about how to have a trackable, all right? This is the key. It's got to be a trackable call to action. Uh, I give people this analogy. One of my friends works for uh, the Budweiser company and they have more money than any other company out there. And they can do these kind of ads where it's just like, boom, Budweiser, right? But if you wanted to take that ad and make it trackable, what you would do is you would say, okay, Budweiser.com slash Super Bowl and put some kind of ad that said 10 tips to throwing a Super Bowl party or 10 tips to doing this or that, right? So we're going to talk today about how you can do a low cost budget. And here's the thing. I'm a fan of prospecting, but guess what? You have to make sure that you've got some kind of marketing in place because Here's the thing with sphere of influence. It's not predictable or consistent. Sometimes it can be ups. Sometimes people are sending you a lot of referrals and sometimes they're not. So my suggestion is to do both. And I always say, it's not necessarily the best real estate agent who succeeds. It's the best one at marketing. And so the best way to do low cost or cheap marketing is with this kind of funnel. You need to take a picture of this and constantly put this in the back of your mind and say, okay, what is my no risk, low risk, and my offer going to be? That is so, so important. So for example, the webinars that you want to put together is like, okay, first time home buyer webinar, the steps to buying a home, seven tips to doing this or that. So we just bought this. You actually can buy, if you go to webinar kit and you basically pay a one-time payment of $3.99, or you can try it for $43. We did one time and it's for life. Like you don't ever pay it again. So it cost us 399 bucks. We pay it for, for life. And so this is like something we would do to attract agents. So if you look at the screen, it's like, here's our free webinar. Learn how to do these. See how this is what my ad looks like. 
sign up for the free webinar now, right? Like the problem with this is it should say free webinar. Every one of our agents at Canzel, they got all these free client guides. We give you all these resources for free. So you get like, here's one for Wayne Lewis, right? He's got, it says seven tips or seven steps to how to sell your home fast. If you go into the Canzel portal, go under marketing, all these free guides are there for you with your name, your phone number, all your information branded. Or if you're not with Canzel, you can always just recreate these all on your own. So for example, want to know my seven steps to sell your home fast and for top dollar? And then you already have a guide made for you with your name, your phone number, your picture. It's got to have a, a direct response. This is driving me crazy. I see all these people on Facebook and it's like, just like a random picture of them with a for sale sign. And there's nothing, there's no direct response. You have to have an offer. You have to have a reason for them to respond now. And you need to tell them what to do. Like you can't just assume that they're gonna know what to do. And you've gotta have really strong copy. One of the things that people talk about all the time is events. And I feel like, the reason why a lot of you don't do events, which I'm a big fan of events, but they've got to cost you a little bit of money. If you start spending money like crazy, it's not going to work, okay? So one of the things I, I suggest is finding an, a happy hour and a place where you can get, and if you look on my screen, like this place that I'm talking about, it's $3 beers, it's $7 calamari, and I'll share my screen again in a second. But it's crazy how you can get these places from three to six or four to six where it's super, super cheap. So you've got to find a way. And let me tell you this, uh, out of 100 people, you may get one to 3% show. But the fact that you're inviting them to this event is super, super important because you want people to want to be like, oh my gosh, she's always inviting me even though I can't come. Just keep having some kind of low cost event that's easy. This happy hour idea is the cheapest way that you're gonna go because you've got to track your ROI and look at your spending and say, what's the ROI? And if you get a lender to pay half that marketing, you're going to be able to get a really high ROI. So let's talk about joincan.com slash squeeze. If you are an agent with Canzel, you'll get this emailed to you right now. So you don't need to do this. Don't, don't do it. But if you are not with Canzel, just go to joincanzel.com slash squeeze and you will get this form. And it literally tells you how to do a squeeze page step-by-step. Step. Our admin, we're doing an event on May 4th. We invite all of you guys to join on that event. It's May 4th. Um, we'd love for you to be there. Uh, it's a live in-person event in Virginia Beach. If you come to that event, we will have people there that will do this for you. They'll literally help you do it. We're going to create videos for you. We're going to get you all set up. If you cannot be there, email us and we'll work something out for you, okay? So let's talk about targeting the buyer who wants a new build um, or targeting someone who has a pool. So take a picture of this. 
We actually have this in the manual. This is the exact post that you should do. And we actually give you every picture that you need to post for this, okay? So, but here's the thing. See where it says these homes have a pool in, put in whatever area. It's better for you to put the city, okay, that you're in, not just Texas. Put the area that you're in. Check out the list of available homes by tapping the learn more button. Now, a lot of you will do this and you won't put the exact copy that we give you. I'm telling you, it sounds stupid, but if you don't tell them to tap on the learn more button, everyone's like, well, if learn, everyone knows learn more. No, you've got to tell them what to do. Again, targeting buyers who are looking for a price reduction. Everyone wants something, a price reduction. People want something for a newly built home. Take this manual and I'm telling you, everyone put your hand like this and say, I will stop sending links to the MLS and Zillow. You are cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs if you're doing this. No, 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 no. That's what I always say. Ah, ah, ah. Only be using your KV Core links because in KV Core, we have personal training that you're going to get education on. You've got to take your KV Core classes and become an expert at this because it will take so much of the work for you. It will give you behavioral alerts every time someone comes into the home. Uh, or views online the same home several times, or they come back to the site. All of this stuff that I'm showing you on the screen, these automated follow-ups will be done for you. So you have to take the KV Core classes that we're offering you for free and set up your KV Core text messages that are super personal. So one of the things to get sellers, if they own a home, you should put them on getting an automated market value every 30 days or once a quarter. And you should also tell them that I'm going to call you. This is the best thing for you to do if you want a seller. You say, I, and you set it up so you get an alert too. So for example, let's say Heather was one of my, my prospects. I would say, it's so important for you to know the value of your home. I'm going to set it up. So anytime something in your neighborhood comes up for sale, I'm going to get a notification and you're going to get a notification. That way it's important for you to see what the other sellers are going for. So Finding your niche is so important. You know, my friend was a counselor and she actually tripled her business. She used to do eating disorders, marriage, counseling, so many things. And when she decided to be a niche, she went up by 300%. So you've got to figure out what is your niche? Who can you relate to the most? Is it going to be luxury? Is it new construction? Is it farms? You know, that's what you've got to figure out. First time home buyers, what are you really good at? And start promoting yourself as that. I want you to type in the chat when I say promise made, promise kept. When you make a promise and you deliver on that promise, what does it build? Type it in the chat right now. What does it build? When you keep your promises, it builds trust. One of the things people love about me, and it's it's really, really true, but when I tell you I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. 
I want to tell you one of the reasons why I joined and I just love Canzel is that I can get 100% commission, I get revenue share, and I get stock. I am making thousands of dollars every single month in revenue share and stocks. And I now don't have to work nights and weekends on real estate anymore. You know, I've actually never been to a real estate agent's retirement party and I want to be the first one that people are coming to at a young age. And I want to share with you some of my favorite resources. So if you go to joincanzel.com slash free, there's a couple that I want you to download. One is a 20 free lead generating PDF. It's going to help you generate leads for free that you can download, as well as there's one on how to double your business. I don't want you to miss it. Go download it today. Joincanzel.com slash free. It's so, so important for you to make sure that when you tell someone, I'm going to call you back tomorrow, that you actually do. It's super, super important. And when you say you're going to follow up, that you actually follow up, there is so much percentage of leads that never, ever get followed up. And so this is how you should do it. It's call, email, text, video, text, video, email, and rinse and repeat. So... I will tell you one of the things that you should do when you have your hair done and you have your makeup done, you are not going to look like a million bucks every day, right? But what you're going to do literally is take your phone and go make a video for the day. The day you look good, you're looking like a million bucks. Hey, it's Chantel. I was just coming to, I wanted to just reach out to you. I didn't know if you wanted me to give you an automated update on your home. I hope everything's going good with the family. Just thinking about you. And remember, I'm never too busy for your referrals. Whatever you want want to say for that day, but do it as a video lead. I will tell you, I'm going to show you this, this picture. And basically, this person hadn't reached out to us. It was actually from our inside sales person did a video, a video text. And they didn't respond, didn't respond, didn't respond. Literally, we did one video text. Boom. If you look at this text, sorry, things have been hectic, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm gonna, we listed the house that very next day from doing a video text. Do you see what I'm saying? And the text messages, I cannot stress this enough. If you would not write this text message to your best friend, then don't even think about it. Do not do it. It's got to be like, really like, I've got the perfect house for you. Can you call me? And really, it should always end with a question. Every single text should be something where it has a question at the end. And you've got to be following up with these leads within five minutes. We're literally seeing most companies' response time is 47 hours. That is a study that we found. Listen, if you want to convert leads into sales, timing is everything. You've got to have a speedy, speedy time frame on when you are going to respond. It's super, super important. And you guys should be responding within five minutes. And I'm going to tell you, I have a pers- full-time personal assistant at home. I have a personal assistant at work and then another personal assistant. I'm the happiest when I have three personal assistants. I'm just asking you guys to have one. And I'm telling you right now, we can help you find a personal assistant for $4 an hour. It's going to cost you $1,000 up front. If you go to joincanzel.com slash personal assistant 
or you can email MP at Canzel. We will get one for you right away. You are cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs if you don't get yourself a personal assistant. This person is going to remind me about my emails, make calls for me, setting appointments with top performers. They're going to remind me my day-to-day -day schedule. They're going to set a schedule for all my podcasts. They're going to get people on my podcast. I mean, if you want to see on, go to joincanzal.com slash personal assistant, but you also want to go to uh, chantelray.com and go to home checklist. I'll type that in the chat right now at chantelray.com slash home checklist. And you'll see what I have someone doing for me at my house. One of the things that is such a big deal is what, what I've seen happen all the time is I, I say to someone, why don't you have an assistant? And they're like, I had an assistant and she left me and they, they did this or they did that. Let me tell you this. This is the best example. My husband loves Starbucks coffee. I've kind of weaned him off. He used to go every day, twice a day. He now goes like once every other day or so. But he'll say, hey, on your way home from the gym, will you grab me a coffee? So I'll stop to get him a coffee. And I'm not joking you. At the Starbucks, there's never anyone that is there for more than two weeks. Like there's a couple people, but not much. Like I started to get to know them. I'd say like, Hey Susie, how's it going? And then I'd be like, where's Susie? And they're like, Oh, she's no longer with us. And then I said, well, where's, you know, so-and-so, Oh, they're no longer with us. Guess what? We have training videos. So you don't have to keep training people over and over. You have virtual employees and you have training videos that you guys have full access for. So you send them the training videos that teach them all of these different things, which is really, really important. And so that is really important for you as far as that goes. So let me continue to share my screen one more time. And I want to talk to you about hiring someone who doesn't mind doing a lot of different jobs, okay? So I'm going to tell you this joke. It didn't work out well yesterday. So here's here it is. So the wife says, honey, you need to look at the cabinets like one of the doors is falling off. And he's like, what do I look like? A carpenter? And then the next day she's like, honey, there's a problem with the kitchen sink. Can you take a look at it? And he's like, what do I look like a plumber? And then he's like, honey, there's a problem with our car. And can you take a look at it? And he's like, what do I look like a mechanic? And then she's like, honey, great news. I got the next door neighbor to fix everything. And he said, all I have to do is to pay him by having sex with him, or I can bake him a cake. And then she, he goes, well, what did you do? And he goes, what do I look like a baker? And so, you know, I, what's happened to us in the past, just so you guys know, we've had like, we'll hire someone and we'll say, you're their transaction coordinator. You're the onboarding coordinator. You're the commission processor. And what happens is with, with any business and especially with real estate, what happens, right? What happens is one day you've got tons of commissions. The next day you have tons of transactions. The next day you've got tons of onboarding, right? So everybody needs to be able to do 
everything. And that's why you, you train that one person and tell them right up front, look, you're going to be doing a lot of stuff, right? So let's talk about time management for a second and what sellers and buyers and your team members say they want. I'm telling you right now, they don't. <laughs> you know, I love the quote that uh, Steve Jobs says, and he says, if you want to please everyone, just sell ice cream and stop leading. Well, the truth is, is that that's not necessarily the case because one person's allergic to nuts, one person wants vegan, one person wants keto. And so I remember one time we had people say to us, we have to have an office in North Carolina. It, it was in Moyoc, North Carolina. It's too far. Please open one. Please open one. We signed this lease for like three years. We got this huge location and none of the agents came in and we didn't even recruit any more agents from having that office space. And that's why we went to a more virtual model. And so what I want to just encourage you to, to look at is putting blinders on, you know, I don't know if you guys watched the Kentucky Derby, but there was this great, this winner that uh, won the Kentucky Derby this year and no one predicted him to do it. But all of the horses have a $15 piece of equipment called blinders. And you've got to figure out what is taking your time away and not allowing you to, to stay in your lane. And it went, maybe that means you've got to close your door. You got to turn off your notifications. But to me, this technique, it's called the Pomodoro technique. It is the best technique ever. You literally set a timer for 25 minutes, figure out what that task is. You take a five minute break and you do another 25 minute task. After you've completed four of those, then you can take a longer break. This technique is the best for you to be able to get things done. And when you want to do prospecting, this is exactly what you need to do. The other one is creating commitments. We ask everyone to put three commitments in, make sure they're measurable, attainable, and, and time-bound. And that, making those commitments, having someone hold you accountable is really, really important. This is just a, a technique called followupthen.com. I love it. It's You can do the free version or $5 a month. What you do is if you want to keep your email box clean, what you do is you just forward, let's say you have an email, but you want to follow up with it. You just forward it and you do one day at followupthen.com and it connects to your email and it reminds you in one day or three days or five days. So you do three days at follow up then or, or so forth. The other technique that's really good is a company called Open Phone. If you hire an assistant, you both can have access to this openphone.com and we can do a training on this for you that's super easy. It's a really great program if you get a assistant. And the last thing I wanna talk to you about is just your leadership. And, you know, I have to make sure as a leader that I embrace something that's kind of difficult that I don't necessarily feel equipped for. You know, I listen to a podcast every single day. I read all the time. I don't read, actually. I actually listen to audiobooks. So, but reading and listening to audiobooks helps you grow a little bit, but growing as a leader it's not just about reading, it's about leading things and it's about getting out of your comfort zone. Growth 
doesn't happen unless something is being torn down and built up. Like there's no growth without tension and there's no growth without challenges. And I will tell you, we we had um, someone that I, I thought was like, really, I was like, I think she could really grow in our company. And I actually, we gave, we were like, you know, do you want to try this challenge? Do you want to try this challenge? She's no longer with us anymore. But she was like, no, I don't know how to do that. No, I'm not ready to do that. I'm not, I'm, every time we tried to give her something else to do, she's like, I don't know how to do that. Listen. Unless you embrace something that drags you out of your comfort zone, you will not be able to learn your new skill set and you're not going to be able to grow. And for a leader, if you want to grow, you have to embrace the new tension. You just have to. Your reluctance to face pain is your greatest limitation. There's no growth without change. There's no change without loss. And there's no loss without pain. And I tell everyone, if you're not hurting, you're not leading. And you can't grow without being torn down and built back up just like a muscle. So high levels of leaders, like any leader that is in a high level position, they carry a lot of pain and they don't talk about that pain. Like you guys don't hear me talk about all the nightmare and drama that I have on a regular basis, but you guys know Kansal Realty is in 20 states and still expanding and it's been a living nightmare. But here, I'm gonna give you an example. If you wanna double your business, you have to double your pain tolerance. And I want to give you this, this analogy. And I want you to type this in the chat right now. Let's do this. If you had two gyms, let's say you were a gym owner and you own two gyms. Well, you own one and then you opened up the second gym. And what happened is you basically, the other guy, he took employees from you. He convinced everyone to leave and go to another gym with you. He started his own gym company. Guess what? Nine out of 10 leaders that got screwed like that, and every one of you will, I'm telling you right now, they wouldn't open another gym. They would just say, okay, no problem. This was a living nightmare. I'm just going to have one gym. Nine out of 10 leaders do that. And I figured out something about leaders. It's not really about their leadership, about their vision, about who's on their team. It's not necessarily about the money they have. It actually comes down to a very personal thing about the leader. And it's how much pain can you handle? And the truth is, I'm telling you, being a leader has for me and for every other leader that's really honest and really they're being truthful and vulnerable, it is a living nightmare. Every day is a living nightmare. I literally feel like punch, 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 and then I do a swirl and then I smile. Literally. I mean, it's punch, 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 punch. And then I do a swirl and then I'm like, good morning, everyone. How is everyone today? And then I have pain partners that I talk to about and I can dump my pain and my issues on my pain partner. That's the very important piece. And the second thing that's really helped me is just really seeing God's history in my life. And before I ever go to the next level of influence, I go through a very dark season. 
And when I say a dark season, I'm saying a very dark season. You cannot go to the next level. And so there's been a pattern in, in God's history in my life. And I can say, you know what? I'm hurting right now, but it looks like God's up to something good. And so I'm just not going to waste this crisis. And let me just see what he's got for me on the other side. That literally, that's the pep, pep talk. I mean, I'm giving myself that pep talk every stinking day. If you don't think I give myself that, I mean, maybe not every day because some days are really good, but most days I'm giving myself that pep talk. And I want to give you an analogy of a glow stick. And I always say this, that God has to break you in order to bless you and make you grow. And so I want you to type that in the chat right now. In order for God to bless you, he has to break you to make you glow. And I'm going to show you an analogy right here. So this is a glow stick, right? The only way for this to glow is for me to break it. And guess what? I have to break it a lot. Like it's not just one time. He has to break you and break you and break you and break you again. And then it starts glowing. And that's the only way for him to do that. And the other analogy is an arrow. So, you know, my son has this new arrow game that he loves. And basically, you know, an arrow can only be shot by pulling it backwards. So like, here's an arrow, right? The only way for me to bring this thing back, I've got to pull it back. And so when life is dragging you back with difficulties, it means it's going to launch you into something amazing. If you only go back a little bit, it's, it's not going to go that far. If you really pull it back, now it's going to take you into something amazing. So we have gone over time again, and I still haven't completed everything, but I hope that you got a lot of value out of this. I really want to encourage you um, to type in the chat what you got out of this, like what spoke to your heart this morning and what had you kind of be able to take things to the next levels. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a rating and a review so we can get this out to more agents and tune in next week for another power packed episode. This is the Millionaire Real Estate Podcast.